pre-recorded live from opposite sides of the USA on a crappy Skype connection, it's the Sonic Talk Lost World Holiday Special with Alex Creel and Jason Berry, featuring special guest host GX Echidna, guest appearances by Sega's Aaron Weber and Kelly Parker, Sly Stoodles and the Rex Rebo Band, Jojo the Banjo Hobo, and Paul Lynn on the Center Square. And now, he's the sweatiest looking guy you've ever seen, and the other is a 42-year-old virgin. Here's Alex Peel and Jason Berry! Hello everyone, and welcome to a very special Sonic Talk episode. It's all about Sonic Lost World. It's our holiday special. And with us tonight Wait, is... we're actually doing the holiday special thing? Why not? We do, I was we're joking. not going to do another one till, till after Christmas, anyway. Yeah, but we're, we're not going to sing any Christmas carols. We don't have, like... Oh, man, this is, is going to be a horrible Christmas special. He's making reference to his dumb skit uh, at the beginning of the thing. What dumb skit? We weren't even recording when I, when I sang. I was not being at all serious. Anyway, as you can tell, we got Alex Peel uh, with us, and also a man who's not sure if this is real life, uh, GX Echidna. Is this the fantasy starting a landslide? No escape from reality. I said that because you were all doped up from the dentist. He has a sore, he has a sore tooth. No, there is no dentist involved. I am all full of that gum that you rub on your gums and it makes them numb. Oh. Nice. Oh, not pills. Okay. No. Well, no, pills too, Advil. Hmm. Ah. Oh, right. Yeah, you told me pills. Okay. Hey, good old water. Right, right. Anyway, we also got a special treat tonight. We're going to have an interview with Aaron Weber right near the end of the show. So make sure to stay tuned for that. Yeah, it was really busy for our episode 25, but no. Everyone had lives and stuff and things to do. Yeah, we're trying to make a 25th episode special. I don't know if it's going to actually happen or not. But we're going to try for that eventually. You see, in that one is... Well, so I'm going to be a whiny little bitch. That's why we're calling this one No, that's special. every episode. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Hey, I'm a very optimistic bitch. Anyway, let's get on to... I believe that's your stripper name, too. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we're all professional around here. Okay, uh, let's get on to uh, what we've been playing. So, Sonic Lost Worlds. Before Sonic Lost Worlds... Oh, right, you're doing that. (laughs) The other stuff that we've been playing, like... Both you and me got a PS4 now. Got the hours at launch. Yes, um, I got a PlayStation 4. And I'm... I also got an Xbox One. Sort of. Yeah. How's your Xbox One uh, doing for you? Um, well, I only played it for about three hours. It was okay. It, oh, right. Actually, it was... Three hours of play actually involved installing because, the okay, game? Let me, let me just start from the beginning. <laughs> it's funny because it takes right. a long time to install. Right. Yes, it was really pissing me. Uh, 
heck off. Because, yeah, so I, uh, I, um, I, my, my, my parents agreed to get me an Xbox One for the, uh, for, 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 for Hanukkah's last Christmas. So we're doing, it's going to be for Christmas because even though we're Jews, we don't really do Hanukkah anymore. No, no. So commercial <laughs> anymore. Um, but, uh, so yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be my Christmas gift. And, because uh, I didn't want to spend my own money. Because you know it's five hundred dollars, it's an Xbox One. So, uh, so we were getting reports of disc problems. They insisted I, to, I tried to make sure I didn't have disc problems. So I bought I bought a Rise Son of Rome, stuck it in, ate dinner. Um, well, actually, ate lunch. Uh, went swimming. Went for a walk. Worked on some work. Went back. And discovered it was at 2%. And so I, uh, I got really irate, and I started doing other things. And, like, about two hours later, finally, at 21% installed, it was playable. And that's pretty much what I remember. That and the fact that the armor on Rise is very, very nice-looking. Like, each piece of armor moves individually. It's, it's, it's impressive. It's, oh, yeah, it's by Crytek, what do you expect? Yeah, it's like that's the only impressive thing about the game, really, is the the armor and the lighting and the, the faces look the faces look nice. Microtransactions. Ah, <laughs> screw the microtransactions. I mean, I, I also I was on a slow connection, so I also tried to um, I, I tried to download Crimson Dragon because I'm like I'm a I'm a horrible person, so I have to subject myself to horrible things, and uh, also Killer Instinct. Cause I heard that was fun. Plus, it's, you got a free demo. But, um, yeah, I didn't get to play any of those. Yeah, please call it a demo. Don't call it a free-to-play game like they're trying to advertise it has. It is totally free-to-play. You can freely pay, play one character. Yep. <laughs> that's I, I, yeah, yeah, that's why I called it a demo. <laughs> but, yeah, Xbox One, I mean, it's okay. It has, like, the most impressive um, uh, graphic graphical game. Game of between the two systems, you know, Rise looks very nice. Looks way better than 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 the uh, Killzone. Looks better than uh, really? Battlefield Four. Nope. Yeah, it is the most impressive looking game I've seen so far on either well, system. Right now, anything's better than Battlefield Four because I can't play through the single player of Battlefield Four oh, without my oh, quick save file. That <laughs> happened to you too. That happened to me, and so I had to start over. I just ended up Gosh, that in for Call of Duty Ghosts. Uh, how does it, see? I have no interest in playing a last generation port, and but do you have? As I understand, about, hey, wait a minute! You're playing the hell out of Assassin's Creed Black Flag as, as well as yes. Yeah, so, okay, okay. That was that was kind of the exception because <laughs> it has pirates, and pirates are cool. Albeit pirates with stretchy rubber powers are cooler, but it was cool, and I was really I didn't buy it at launch specifically because it was a last gen port. But as it turns out, it's also the best game on the PlayStation 4 right now. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, yeah. it is an awesome game. I mean, my God, game. those those ship battles are... Oh, my God. I don't even... I barely even get off the ship. I just sail around. I blow people up. I roll over gunships and innocent civilians because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bastard of the sea. Uh, but... Yeah, the, um, one, the one thing so I like yeah. about a really great game is that it can take you into that world and just want to stay there. And that's something that... Assassin's Creed yeah. 4 Black Flag yeah, does very well. 
They got some good. They got some good, good singers in that game. Okay, so let's see. Uh, real quick, I've also been playing my Vita with some Killer Instinct and Tearaway. I've been playing Wii U. So, with, so wait, uh, wait, 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 wait! You're playing Killer Instinct on your Vita. Yeah. Explain that to me. I played. Oh, actually, I played both Kill Zones on my Vita. Technically, I you played Kill Zone. Uh, you said Killer Instinct. <laughs> yeah. Wait, did I say Killer Instinct on my Vita? Yes. Shit. You know what I'm saying. Okay, sorry. No, I meant I played Killzone on my Vita, both Shadowfall and Mercs. Uh, fun games, though. Shadowfall has some design issues later in the game that I guess I couldn't get over. I, I don't know if you've gotten to this point yet, Jason, where you I'm have to play this little spider bot through. thing. That's okay. I didn't have a problem with that. I'm trying to get through a single-player to... campaign just so I can trade it in, because it's no Halo. Not by a long shot. Yeah, well, there is really no Halo. You know, the Halo is Halo. Nothing. The single player is pretty good, but the <laughs> multiplayer kind of sucks, especially compared to you know, really your Battlefield. I didn't like the uh, multiplayer maybe, on this one. Maybe I'll trade it in two then if the, if, the, if, the, if the multiplayer is enough to snuff for me. Mercenaries is fun though. I really like that. And let's see, Tearaway. Oh yes, on Wii U, uh, Super Mario 3D Land, yes. and on Wii I've been playing. I, I play a bit of Towerfall with my bro while he was here, and I also played some uh, Mirror Moon, which is re- a really weird, trippy game. <laughs> Super Mario 3D World is definitely up for, like, game of the year. It's it's the best Mario in a while, since Galaxy, at least. Yeah, but, I mean, what else can you say? I mean, what it, what does it really have to go up against? I mean, it's it's... To me, Mario 3D World is basically taking... Looking at the classic Mario thing and basically telling the new Super Mario Brothers team, yeah, you know what? This is how you do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's um, more innovative, way more innovative than anything new Super Mario Brothers has had. Yeah, it's also also a lot better than Super Mario 3D uh, Land, which really just feels so in- inadequate compared to this. And, uh, yeah, okay, it's not a much more powerful console, so that was really un- a, r- a really unfair thing to say, but even, like, I-, I felt that the Galaxy games were much better than 3D Land as well. The map was on similar hardware, so... Well, here's, know, here's the question, Land, though. Um, here's the question, though. If you, played, if you played 3D World, do you think it's still worth playing 3D Land? Yes. Yeah, if you have so, yeah, like really I said, yeah. that's completely unfair. Because <laughs> I can say playing 3D World is actually I, I, for whatever reason that I can't really fathom, I skipped 3D Land, which really? I do, which I do regret. Wow. Like, I, I'm, I can't explain why. I think it, it just hit at an awkward time whenever in my budget, but I never got that game, so. It's kind of like going through 3D World makes me think, hey, you know what? I kind of want more of this. Well, this isn't really on the same... It, it isn't on the same level as World, but it's still a fun Mario game. You know, it doesn't have anything like the cat suit or the, the cherries and... Oh, my God. Gosh, the cherries... The, I love the, the cherries. The, those are... That's a wonderful power-up. <laughs> I mean, especially with, like, how you have to divide up and move around the characters. and It's, just, it's such a creative power-up. Yeah, it requires a lot of skill if you want to get to some of the later parts of the level. Plus, I love how besides those uh, 
uh, green stars. Now you got the little stamps to get so you can use them in Miiverse and stuff. And uh, I won't. I Gee, won't which one of us had been using the Miiverse stamps at nausea? Uh, was it uh, you, Jason? Huh? Yeah. I just did some tweaks focusing around. Uh, not tweaks, Meverse posts focusing around Princess Peach going up into Bowser's castle and beating the crap out of some bosses. That was fun. J- Jason just... Jason put Meverse posts like a mother, so... I mean, he's <laughs> all over that. And it kind of creeps me out. What can I say? I don't, and, I don't, oh, come on now, I don't post that often. And speaking of the Meverse... You know what really pisses me off? Well, okay, it doesn't piss me off. I'm just kind of somewhat irritated. Uh, is uh, how the Miiverse has done the 3DS. It's so damn slow. It's yeah. very slow. Yeah. What are you, yeah. you going to do? It's a 3DS. It's not designed... It was never really designed to have, and I'm amazed that they have one in the first place. I was. I, I thought that what they were going to do... I thought they were going to release a new 3DS with, like, more RAM or something that can handle more things at once and make that the Miiverse 3DS. But, uh... I think it's just know. a matter of time. They'll do upgrades and stuff, and it'll eventually get to where it needs to be. Where... Yeah, you're, yeah, you're looking at a lot of different versions of that hardware then, because we've already gotten three. Do you really think well, it's wise to split the market again? I, I don't know. I think it's just a big 3DS, a big 3DS, and it's just 3D capabilities. I mean, the only one that's actually brought any kind of hardware change has been the 2DS, and that's a hardware change that's really mostly superficial. But you're still looking at, like, three or... You're still looking at three different SKUs already, plus all colors. I mean, there's actually so much you can split the market until it's just confusing. I, I don't, I don't, really, I don't really think there's any splitting going on because all the systems play all the same games. Mm, I think, I think if you're a parent shopping in stores, especially you'll buy 3DS because they're cheap. <laughs> not necessarily. I mean, the kid's gonna know what they want, and they're not gonna want this thing. They're gonna want that thing. Well, but I don't want that color. I won't. This color, and you're already looking at a very big diagram of this goes well, with this, and go with this, and this can play this, but it can't they play this. Discontinue the 3DS and 3DS XL when they release uh, new models, and then bam, problem solved. <laughs> I think you're giving it too much credit. I'm, I'm really not. Nintendo's been doing been doing that for years. Man, if they had put that extra joystick on the 2DS, I would have already traded in my 3DS XL for 2DS. That's how much <laughs> I want that extra stick. Maybe I for don't, Monster like, Hunter. Well, okay. For they Monster really have to yeah. at, at least move on to someone else talking about what games they played. GX? <laughs> okay, well, um, I actually just traded up my uh, 3DS for an XL. and yeah, you were talking about that. I really enjoyed that. That was my... I, I do not go on Black Friday excursions, but for whatever reason this year, I, I'm this is my first year living on my own. I'm thinking, yay, you know what? I'm going to try this because this seems like it's going to be profoundly stupid. And you know, it was profoundly stupid. Uh, I stood out really? at Target for several year, uh, for several uh, hours. Uh, I really? Wow. Yeah, for months. Super dedicated. I am super dedicated. But yeah, I, st- I stopped at a Walmart and then I stopped at another Walmart. I was like, you know... They have these giant things. There's just a bunch of people moving around. It is slow. It is congested. And this is just hilarious how I don't care in the slightest, and I'm not buying anything. Wow. So, uh, 
Oh, wait, you're talking about Grey Thursday. Mm-mm. Oh, wait. Oh, wait, yeah, I am talking about yeah, that, whatever that, color you want to call me when you said you went to that. I guess, I don't know. That's, yeah, Walmart's I, I had to stop talking, talking to you for, 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 for the night, because I was, that really depressed me. At yeah, COVID I didn't, here, the weather was too bad, I couldn't see my family, so it's like, yeah, what am I going to do? I can either sit around and do nothing, or just check out how stupid everything's going to be. And it was stupid. It was stupid, anyway, but it was fun how stupid Friday. it was. But uh, aside from that, I mean, I plowed through uh, Link Between Worlds, and that is, I don't care for the top-down Zelda as much. Yeah, but that's actually that, why I've gotten it. But that game, I really did enjoy. Huh. Like, that one's on my Christmas list. I, I'm, I'm not entirely sure what it is about it, because even, even I'm not the biggest fan of the um, of Link to the Past. I acknowledge that, it's, I mean, it's, it's still, even the Zeldas I don't like, I can still acknowledge are worlds above most <laughs> games. But something about this one just kind of hit me right, and I'm not sure if it was the pacing or the exploration or just the way it's set up, but I really enjoyed it. Um, I fin- I just finished the um, extra case, the uh, downloadable content case for Phoenix Wright, and... I'm halfway through that. I haven't bought the game yet. <laughs> I can t- I'm, I'm, I'm at the point where the... Uh, well, I guess if anybody's listening, he's playing it, I guess I won't say. But I'm at the twist. You're at, you're at. Why did you tell twist? me that? Now I'm spoiled. You're, you're at. Like, oh my God! There's a twist in this attorney uh, game. My God! <laughs> you'd, you'd be surprised what what some people get annoyed with when it comes to spoilers. Like in Mario, I, I saw people getting irate because they found out the, that the first boss of Super Mario 3D World is Bowser. Like that's been the first boss of every single goddamn Mario 3D game since Mario with Galaxy. Big deal. Eh. But, yeah, between that, uh, I blew a ton of money on Steam sale. I guess if I want to talk about nice. anything that's not um, already well-beloved, I guess um, I had a day off earlier this week, and I started playing the Steam version of Steam World Dig at about 10 o'clock, and by the time I was done, I looked at the clock, and it was 4, like 4.30. Wow. That is... Um, it got well, a lot of Steam World did because I hear nothing but good praises about that from. I played podcasts, it; it was okay. So. I think is I it think a Minecraft thing. No, it is. Oh. It's not Minecraft. Um, the best way I can describe it is: imagine if in Metroid you had to carve out your own corridors. Hmm. And that's the point of the game. It does have an element of you have to go as far as you can and accomplish as much as you can until you run out of time. And then you have to work your way back. So, And then you use what you did during that one to fund upgrades. So it kind of has kind of that flash thing, like that flash game style appeal of you take what you can get on one run to fuel a better run next time, but it's a little more complex than that because it actually does have consistent level design and it's not like a roguelike where it resets everything when you're done. It's more along the lines of, hey, you made this tunnel, this is going to be what the tunnel is like for the rest of the game and you have yeah. to put up with that. 
You make um, me want to go back and replay it. <laughs> it's it's really interesting. Like I said, it's very Metroid-like because it does have a distinct upgrade system where you are building your skills, trying to explore and find all these little alcoves with puzzle rooms, and from there you're getting legitimate upgrades. Like there are upgrades that literally change how you approach the game throughout the game, and they come pretty consistently. Huh. So I give it I give it high recommendation. Um, the Steam version is all high definition, but there is a 3DS version that I also hear is excellent. Yeah, that's where I th- I thought that's where like it was first released was on 3DS. It was first released on 3DS. Um, that's where I first played it. But yeah, it, it is it, it is a very interesting game, and I think if you like Metroid style exploration oh, games, upper, upgrade games. Then yeah. it's definitely worth a try, and don't don't be fooled because it really isn't anything like Minecraft. Like the only the only tie between them is digging and digging paths. All right, but uh, get that one a shot. It's on 3ds too, huh? It's on 3ds. It's on Steam. I mean, you, you might be better off if you want it portable. I mean, it's it's a good. It would make a good portable game. Now, should this run uh, on my for, PC without any troubles? Hmm? You think this will run on my PC without much trouble? No, it, it, it's not. It's a 2D game. It's not a demanding game. No. It, it is like a straight 2D action platformer, puzzly, whatever you want to call it. Alrighty. Uh, well, since this is Sonic Talk, I guess we could talk about two other Sonic games that have been released. Eh, ah, screw it. Uh, screw it. Sonic 1 and Sonic 2. Uh, <laughs> I will buy them when they're on real systems. Well, Sonic, <laughs> well you know, if you, not, if you buy Sonic it, Booyah, you can download them to it. I repeat, I will buy them when they're on real systems. Oh, yes, a real system. Don't insult my Ouya. <laughs> but uh, as far as uh, Sonic 1, I'm talking about, of course, the, the 3D one by M2. And they did a uh, very good job with that, especially with all the parallax scrolling. Everything looks like it's going deeper into the background, plus you got trees in the foreground. That's really well done. I have, a, I have an unusual question about that. Um, mm-hmm. Did they do any additional work for the Western release? I don't think so. I mean, you can have it. You can play it as the Japanese version or the international version. I don't know what, what changes with that. Uh, I think I think it like has some graphical changes. Like there's different um, parallax scrolling, and I'm guessing the spike bug is probably the biggest thing. But the only reason why I ask is because I was following some reviews whenever it was originally re- released in Japan. That was terrible. And yeah, they they were pretty hard on it. But I'm hearing mostly good things whenever I hear people talk about this. So the place is fine. That's why I'm curious. They actually changed it. They have the spin dash in it, of course, just like the other versions now. But uh, uh, the reason I, the only reason I got Sonic One is that Space Harrier, the port they did of that one, is just absolutely fantastic. I mean, the three D is really good in that, and the uh, if I get anything for me, I, I'm I'm a big fan of Galaxy it. Force Two. Well, that's another one I've been playing. And I love the how they could control it with the stylus, and it really made the really made a diff- big difference in controlling the game and how well I was able to play on it. Yeah, th- anyway, these are fantastic ports. M2 is doing a really good job, and I'm looking forward to some of the others. Uh, as far as tax bans goes, this uh, a 
And the Sonic 2. You're going to need Tri Galaxy Force. Well, Christian Whitehead, right. Um, I just finished up the like the hill, little uh, hidden palace zone area with our new Eggman boss, so that was pretty sweet. Um, yeah, this is a pretty fantastic port as well. Uh, you can also play as Knuckles through the whole game, or just Sonic and Tails, or just alone. Ooh. And Tails can fly. Um, oh, I should. I need to get that. Even in the to in the be different, fair, you menu, can play you, through you, Knuckles in the whole game in the original game. Yeah, but, Sonic 3 you know, together. This, this is, this is like, you don't need to Sonic and Knuckles for this one. But, you see, <laughs> in order to do this, you have to lock another iPod or uh, Android tablet onto, on top of the original one. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, anyway, then, the debug menu allows you to, uh, if you, allows you to set whether Tails flies or whether he even gets tired from flying. So you can have Tails... Just keep on going and not get tired at all. This is just nice. the trip. Now, other than that, um, awesome. like I said, the uh, soundtrack's great. They do a, a wonderful presentation on it, and uh, I recommend it. Of course, a lot of people already have a might already have Sonic Two on iOS, and this is just an upgrade for them. So that makes it free. I don't know how much it costs without the uh, upgrade if you're just going brand new. I still it, it, everything about it sounds great. I love the Sonic C Sonic C D quote port that he did. But yeah, it, it's that is the sticking point because there is no yeah. such thing as a good touch pad D pad. There yeah. there is not. And like I do not want to play that game. I think what they're gonna do is they're gonna probably go all the way up to three, like a three and knuckles, and then they're gonna just release a whole collection onto uh digital download. Yeah, if, if they do so. that, I will totally get that. But they That's need to what do that. I is what they're gonna do. It's the only thing that makes sense really. Alright, now let's take a quick break and then we'll head to Lost World. Hello, Sonic fans. Thanks for tuning in to our Sonic Talk Holiday Special. Now, here's a Christmas song just for all of you. Except for that one guy. You know who you are. Stupid jerk. Christmas time is now here, bringing fun and good cheer to all those we hold dear. And even the assholes. I can't rhyme good right now. I'll talk like a cat now. Meow, 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 meow. I wasn't that stupid here at Christmas time Laying out in the snow When it's 40 below Gives her cheeks such a glow Cause hypothermia just set in Find yourself a little space By the warm fireplace the gods for ruining your fun at Christmas time. You buy gifts for your friends and it never ends. You end up in some massive debt. And what's an ironic mess is you spend a lot less when it's their birthday. And they manage to miss everything on your list. Even money been real nice. Starbucks gift card. Oh gee, I don't even drink coffee. 
Thanks for nothing, douchebag. Wait, is it fading out? No, I'm not done. I want to keep singing, damn it. You can't stop me from singing. I'm going to be singing a song all night long, and there's nothing you can do about it. You heard me. Okay, we're back, and we're going to start our talk about Sonic Lost World, but first, an important message from GX Echidna. Well, I just really? I, I just kind of wanted to start this discussion off with one thing that perhaps we can all agree on, because I have a feeling that this is going to be a situation where we don't agree on a lot of points, but I feel like this is perhaps the one point in which we can find solid consensus. Yay. This Sonic Lost Worlds makes better, more effective use of nostalgia than the previous two Sonic games that were built to be nostalgic. Interesting. Uh, which previous two? I know Sonic Generations. Sonic and 4 Sonic and Sonic, Sonic Generations. Sonic 4 and Sonic Generations, I'll agree oh, with you. Four, that. Okay. I was going to say, Colors is highly original, but yeah. Oh. Sonic 4 and Sonic Generations definitely uh, relied a lot on past stuff, while this one, it does have a lot of the uh, you know old-school motif to it while still being highly original on its own. But I mean, it, even then, though, the stuff that they actually choose to use and the way that they actually choose to use it, in terms of nostalgia, I think they use it much more effectively than they ever did in Generation. Generation's just, hey, we're using these things. This is, hey, we're actually building a world based on the ideas that we established in the Genesis. Yeah, this is why I uh, kind of put colors above Generations on my top five uh, list of the past generation and that is that Sonic Generations while technically a better game overall it's basically a best of and it's not you know as a, and a nothing well really no no let's let's not I do, mean yeah let's I mean, not go there because it does have very it I really like the level design and colors and a lot of it is very original based on, it's very inspired but it's still original, so let's let's not say that it's just not original. No, I'm, I'm saying Colors is original, and Generations, while it's still fairly original, has uses a, pretty much everything from its past, like it's a best of. Colors but is it, just the Colors is the point in which which Izuka just goes crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they went even more crazier on this one. I mean. <laughs> They, uh, I think, too I think crazy. part of the problem is they took every idea they had and didn't say no to anything, <laughs> and yeah. just uh, went hog wild. But uh, are we using the structure that you have? Oh well, Show it can notes. be good with like a the hidden world at the end of uh, when you I think it's World Eight after you beat the main game and there's all these crazy levels, and one of them, one or two of them are kind of sucks and the other two are pretty uh, are pretty cool. And I, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with the, like this bonus level area of like um, bonus features, like on a DVD. That's cool. But as far as the main go- game goes, you want something that's like more solid. But you know what? Yeah, we're getting off track here. We wanted to. I wanted to do like on both the Wii U and the 3DS versions. I want to do first like the good and the bad. And I think the with the good uh, as far as uh, Sonic Lost World goes. Well, besides its. Uh, Soundtrack, which from Atani, which of course is awesome as always, um, and well, the story is half and half. We'll get to that later. But uh, I do love some of the more innovative level designs that they did come up with, like 
for instance, the um, what am I thinking of? Trop the Tropical Coast Act One, or uh, even the first few Windy Valleys. I have some uh, nice little new touches to them. The, the, when they when they actually ha work the parkour correctly, it is kind of fun. Although for some reason the 3DS seems to do parkour a little better, even though the designs are terrible in, in comparison. But um, what else was I going to say? Like I like the uh, cylinders levels where you go kind of underground and you can go in pretty much any direction. You're on the ceiling, you're on the floor. Those are pretty cool. I even like the snowball level that everybody else hated from Frozen Factory Act 2. I thought that was fairly innovative. I do like the fact that there's a lot of innovation and originality coming into this game. But there's, you know, there's still, of course, a lot of mistakes as well. Uh, Alex, what do you think? Um, okay, so let's see the positives. It's been a little while since I've played this game, so let, let me gather my thoughts. So, um, well... I really enjoyed the. I, I really enjoyed many of these cylindrical levels and and uh, that uh, that hunt that the uh, the honeycomb level or where you're uh, just you know what I need to start over. I really enjoy, I really enjoyed the amount of freedom this game could give you in regards to how you went through some of the levels. Like the cylindrical levels were by far the best in the game. I really wish they had just focused on those throughout, throughout the game and cut out some of the uh, lesser levels that I guess we'll be getting into later. But I, I, li I, I like the, the, the parkour. Ex Damn it. Yeah, it's, I really should have played this game, game, game again before we, before we did this. The parkour mm. can work, and it can be a detriment, too. For some reason, it works better on 3DS. I don't know why, but they, I think it's a little bit more scripted, so Sonic will stick to the wall a little better. Or on this one, he just tends to slide down real fast. So it requires a lot more skill on the Wii U. That's uh, one other thing I'll say that I like is, the, uh, as far as uh, Sonic goes, is the control this time around. A lot of people are kind of bashing about Sonic being slower because you have to have a, a you know, an R button for... And then a separate button for spin dash. You guys are really making me bite my tongue here. <laughs> yeah. Quiet. You, you can, really no, you can, are. You get to, to talk in a little bit. Um, yeah, you'll you'll get your chance but, soon. That's why we. It, this is why we want you on here. As far as working in a three D space, I think it works better than like say an adventure game does. Or, but uh, I can't say about that about Unleashed or Generations because that was all about mainly speed boosting and. Dodging left and right, more more reactive. They were, then it would switch over to a two D platforming thing, and then go back to three D boost after that. But uh, I did. I will. I do think that the um, spin dash itself uh, is the best it's worked in three D so far. I I liked the cylindrical worlds, the exploration. I liked it. I, I liked. I actually. I, I. I actually liked the run button. I. I, I know a lot of people d dislike, probably for good reason, because it's. I'm sure it feels. In a Sonic game, having to press a run button to go to go fast, yeah. but I. I. I thought. I felt that the run button added a certain amount of. Um, it took a little getting of, used to. Yeah, it took a little getting used to, but it, it added a certain amount of. What, what's the word I'm, I'm looking for here? Um, Control. No, okay. Well, I'll go. I'll go, we'll go with control. I had a certain amount of nuance, nuance to the controls that 
other other Sonic games that that try to guess use analog, you know, push it a little bit to go slow, push it very hard to go fast. No one ever just pushes it a little bit unless you're playing a Metal Gear Solid game. We always push it all the way, and this this kind of allows us to have more control over Sonic's over Sonic's speed and. Um, it really helps helps you out in certain areas where you really don't want to go fast. Um, I, I also, I really enjoyed some of the more cre- creative levels, and I, I liked that the game was actually really hard and punished you for for dying because well, you no longer got you, you no longer got lives for every hundred rings. Now you do, of course, with the upcoming update. You'll, yeah, well, that, the update's already fast. there. I, I tried it out the other day. Uh, so, oh wow! Sonic Steam didn't report that. I th- thought that was because it wasn't out yet. Oh my! I no, gotta it's, get it's that on page. No, that they just say they said it was coming. They didn't say it was out. Yeah, that was well, one of my big complaints originally. That that uh, even I even mentioned to Aaron Weber. So our interviews seem a little old. Was that <laughs> you know you weren't getting a <laughs> life with hundred rings? So what was the point of collecting a whole bunch of rings? But even ten rings yeah. can keep you from death. But the more I look at, the more I see the, the the flaws that GX brings up. Of course, he can't. GX, I want you to open up the flaws portion of this because I think okay, you'll have something um, to say. Here, but, here's, there, here's there, the... There's going to be a lot of flaws. I, I'll admit this is a, this. You know, this game is like unleashed for me, where it's something I. It's a Sonic game I love. Very flawed. Same. Yeah, time. for me, it's like Unleashed, except. It's a lot better than Unleashed because you know Unleashed had the Werehog and it had, in my opinion, it had worse worse transgressions. It had QTEs, it had terrible frame rates, it had levels that really, I, I, I well, you know what? I'm, I'm going to hold my tongue on Inks to Death because that does happen quite a bit in Lost World. But for me, I felt that the I, I didn't mind the Inks to Deaths in Lost World so much because I felt like I could see him coming for the most part, and it was mostly me not paying attention to what was coming but a- anyway but um so i'm pretty much done i, I guess i didn't really have much to say after after not playing it playing the game for three weeks unfortunately so gx i can hear you you really want to start saying stuff unfortunately start with the positive so you'll have to get that out of the way real well, quick. he's, he's been biting mean- his tongue and not be- just because he's got a toothache the thing oh, is, right. You do have a toothache, don't you? The thing <laughs> is, like, th- this is a weird structure for me because I'm not really prepared to just separate positives yeah, and negatives. That's true. Like, it's, it's more of a... I, I kept me, finding my... I, I kept having difficulties with that, too, during this. The, uh, okay. One of the reasons I still... echoing. Like, Probably me. Yeah, yeah, which means you need headphones or something. I'm wearing headphones. I don't know. And, and I don't know. Your headphones Turn down are bad. the volume or something. It's coming out of your speakers somehow. No, there's nothing coming out of my speakers. And the head, my mic is actually pointed away from my face, so I don't see how it can be coming out. My app, be picking up any noise from the headphone. Okay, but go ahead. For me, I mean, I still like seeing what Sonic Team and Izuka and Sega do with the franchise because they don't hold a lot of things sacred. And I do like that this is kind of like a separation, that this is them trying again to get the 3D to work in whatever way they can and not just have it be the straight line. Because that's really, that's 
the gold standard that they've been trying to pursue is to get Sonic to work in 3D. And they've tried so many different ways with varying degrees. But I don't, I personally don't think they've ever hit the 100% with it. Yeah. They've come really close with it. They've come. They've done very good things with colors and generations, uh, and, and to some extent, unleashed. To some extent, and and it, it, to be honest, they could have played it safe and gone with that same kind of three D style of gameplay, but they decided to be yeah, you know, a little more innovative and try something new. That's another thing I really enjoyed about Lost World was that it was a very creative game. A little too creative, really, because we had some stages, but that goes in the negatives. <laughs> we'll have to. This game is know, too creative. I hate yeah, it. It's too, it's, it's, I'd argue it is too well, creative. It, it, it should have stuck to a few, here, a few formulas of work. Here's the thing, though. Like, like Sonic, it, it, to me, it's more interesting then it is legitimately good. <laughs> like, there, there are some good, interesting ideas that I would like to see return and refined. The parkour system, I think that's... I, I think... I really enjoy I like parkour. I like the idea of there being a parkour system. But the problem is, I don't think they ever did anything effective with it. No. I, I think that there's... I will that, say that they did more effective stuff with it on 3DS than they did on Wii. But like I said, I was ex- this level design is still top shit. I was expecting them to, to. I was expecting them to give me way more avenues for parkour than, than they ended up giving me. But at the same time, I don't think there's really that much to the parkour system. You get like a run, you maybe get a wall run, and then you try to extend that with the spin dash. Like, is there really anything else beyond that? It's basically like the cat suit in Mario uh, Lost World, only. Uh... Uh, Only less running on good. the side and less, less good. Fun. Yeah, I think I what mean, they, I think the parkour system is okay as long as you eliminate the whole wall running thing. If you just have it like where you're going up one, I mean, running the side of a wall. Pardon me. I, that I, side wall running, but if you're having to run straight up a wall, that's fine. I think the le- I think um, the level motif. Uh, the way that they're try- the, the way that they're trying to go very abstract. I think that's interesting, and I think it led to some interesting levels. But I think overall, it mostly just made a lot of the levels very boring, that there just wasn't a lot going on in them. Um, some good exa- some good examples were in the desert, things are just so spread out that you have a lot yeah. of ground to cover to actually go anywhere, and there really just isn't that much on the sides. They're really, to me... For the, a lot of people trying to praise this game for having like alternate paths and lots of exploration, I don't think that ever really pays off. That you can take these alternate paths, but they're really not all that different. I think it worked in Windy Hill because it was a little smaller and a little tighter. But yeah, Dusty Ruins Act 1 was way too wide. And you'd easily get lost in it. But yeah, not get lost, lost, but I mean, not get lost, but I mean... The, he, You'd be running around with kind of nothing to do, and he, you know, like, okay, where do huh. I go for the red rings? Because it's kind of, it was too a little too wide and open. I kind of agree with GX on that. But ultimately, like, the biggest issue I have is that the game itself, even even with like the run button, it just feels like Sonic is always so slow. Like, even at maximum speed, that he just, you heard. 
whenever I've been talking to you guys before, one of my biggest complaints is that I feel Sonic's jump sucks in this mm-hmm. game. Yeah, and that, that I, I honestly don't understand. It, it felt and I think the And I think the problem is Sonic's maximum jump speed is the same as his maximum run speed. And I want his maximum run speed to be faster so that I can actually cover more ground. I, I think that's the biggest problem there is that I feel like I should be going faster and I should be able to jump farther and I should be able to jump higher. Hmm. Uh, I think I think the controls are... They're interesting, and I can see why you might want to split some things up, why you might not want the same things to be on the same buttons. But at the same time, it kind of turns into... Why do you have all these redundant controls? Why do you have all these things that... And, and, and again, I think we can agree on this one. A lot of stuff is just poorly explained. Oh, yes, oh, yeah. yes. That's, this is, that's this, like the big thing we have to open up with. I guess we're already in the complaints. I didn't yeah. even under... This I didn't even under the... This is the first thing me big for Omachow to come <laughs> back and explain things to me. You know I what? Think... We don't need Omachow. Let's, let's just resurrect Tikal from the dead. She, she she had a decent voice. I didn't the thing I didn't even understand the parkour system until I had after to explain the kick the game. Game. <laughs> No, you no, you didn't explain the parkour system. The parkour system I had to figure out that hey, you don't just wall run because you can do a wall run, but your wall run sucks. <laughs> you have to expand it by doing like spin dash and then jump and then run again and then spin dash and then just get into this rhythm of yeah. it. But they don't. I say explain. As far as I can tell, they don't do a good job explaining that at all. I didn't know about I didn't even know about the delayed homing attack thing, where you can target multiple times on your homing attack without using it until I got the Zavok. To me, that was that was kind of self-explanatory. But I definitely, I can definitely see how. how I kept trying to kick him, and he would, he would just. Keep, you know, backing up like he's going to fall and I kick him again and nothing. I'm like, what's going on? And that that's kind of the weird thing about that they split that up because I'm not sure what the value is to that because, again, I don't think they used it. I don't like it, the kick And they either. required you to use it in lots of situations. I just didn't feel like there was any gameplay point to it. Like, what was the value in choosing? What is the value of choosing one over the other? Are you, are you talking about the homing attack and the kick? The homing attack and the kick. The well, kicks the kicks are for heavier bosses that won't be affected by homing attack regular. But no, not heavier bosses, heavier enemies. <laughs> well, that, yeah, heavier bad mix. But that, that, but that doesn't, <laughs> to me, that doesn't necessarily make it fun. Also, like, where's in my? In addition to that, Jason, you can attack multiple bad mix at once if you hit them in a certain yeah. direction. But what's the value in splitting that up? Like, to... uh, well, a home attack for the enemy, I mean, to other enemies. It's so, like light attack that's... and heavy attack, but at the same time, it's not something people are used to. It's not that I'm not used to it. I mean, I could get used to it after some point once I actually understood what it was. Like, I just don't get the purpose of it. Like, why would I want the option? What what is the value of having the option? Yeah. <laughs> Hello. So yeah. There? Um, well, well, like I said, it's uh, or it's just basically there in order to beat bigger badniks. Well, 
But the, the option is the, the delayed homing attack should be able to do that too, but it it doesn't really. But I'm just saying, like, at what point it what what point am I getting something different out of using each out of choosing? Well, it's like a heavy attack and a light attack. No, no, okay, okay. Let's let's stop saying it's okay. Stop. No, I wasn't done. Stop. I wasn't done. It's kind no. of like a it's kind of like a, a light attack and a heavy attack. Shut and up. Just shut up. Quit no, saying I, it's like a light attack and I'm a heavy trying attack. To, I'm trying to talk here. Okay, you didn't let me finish. You, you, you said did, it's you like a ask, light attack and a heavy, heavy question, attack GX. five times. Last well, the question. You want me to answer or not? I don't want you to say it's like a light attack. It's like a light attack and a heavy attack in a beat-em-up game where one is fast. It's meant to be a fast reactionary attack, and the other one it's slower, and it's meant for heavier enemies, and it's meant to do more damage, and that's the value in it. I know now, what a light attack and a heavy attack is. I just don't get its purpose in a I explained. I just explained no, the purpose I, to you. It's for bad. It's, it's the same as in a beat-em-up game. Do you, do you want every beat-em-up one, one attack button? Tell, tell me the Sonic game where, as Sonic running, combat was done well. <laughs> the Sonic game as Sonic Honestly, Lost World battle, I don't think the battle system was done all that was was done all that badly. I I had I had a lot of fun with it. Sometimes it, as in the 3DS version, it got it was there way oh, it well, got yeah, way. The 3DS version has that stun. 3DS version for and then you have you, to wait well. and wait and wait for your homing attack thing, the your reticle to build up for a delayed homing attack to hit the enemy. And sometimes it would take like three minutes to kill, and it's not even a boss; it's just a large badnik. I don't feel like I've ever played a Sonic game where, when combat is a focus, it is done effectively. Like well, I, I don't feel like I ever. Still, Lost World. I would have agreed with you on that. But Lost World, I think, it was probably the first Sonic game to do combat reasonably well. Now there there does come a point where I think they they focus on it too much within the game, but when when there was just like a casual number of enemies, yeah, I'm like, um, the I'll get a, I guess a good example. Gave, I think really helped, really got, got things going, really made a lot more fun than the same kind of battle in other Sonic games, where you're just mashing the A button over and over again. Yeah, I guess a good example of that would be um, when those when you're surrounded by spiders in the jungle level and you. So you see their uh, weak spot, and you kick them to get them spinning, and then you can then you can do a homing attack to knock them down. That's a little bit of strategy, and it, it doesn't take too long. Mm, that that is very base. That's well, that's the basics. I mean, I, I mean, for the most part, you don't have too you don't invo- get involved too much in the kick attack stuff unless it's a large badnik, and they're not they're they're not around as much as the smaller ones are. Hey guys, this is Jason. I'm uh, editing the podcast right now. And as you can tell, the audio just kind of suddenly cut off. And we lost the um, lost a little bit of the audio. And uh, it took me a while to ju- be able to jump back on Skype. Anyway, once I did go- come back on Skype, I just noticed now that I'm coming in normal. And Alex and GX are reverberating. They're sounding like they're talking through a fan. And then later, later they're just echoing and echoing. Um... I apologize for that. If you don't want to listen to this, uh, the poor audio quality in this part of the podcast, you can skip ahead to the Aaron Weber in- interview. That came out okay. And thank you very much for listening. And we'll continue on from now.
Okay, we're back, folks. We had a little trouble with Skype, as pretty much everybody who podcasts has trouble with Skype nowadays. But it was at a weird point Sex. where me and G- GX couldn't talk to each other, but I could talk to Alex. It was kind of freaky, but uh, GX updated his Skype, and now everything seems to be working again. Hopefully, I won't get cut off again. Basically, to sum it all up, I think, like, philosophically, I don't get the value of having... Two types of attack, I don't think it adds to the game. I don't think it makes the gameplay or combat more interesting. I guess you guys disagree, but overall I don't think. But my final point is I think the pacing both inside and outside the levels is not good. Like, the the overworld is... Let's just... I don't... It's dumb to have the wall of these small animals because it only seems to serve the purpose of hey, I have to play the dumb circus levels that aren't good. Yeah, what is and with the circus Atari levels? Why are they even in this? They're lousy because they for want bonus to use levels. they I want to use the Wii U controls, and I guess that's what they come up with, and it's just not good. Like, I think when they thought up the walls, as far as. Uh... You know, unlocking all those animals, they realized there was a point where people were going to get frustrated, and they had to slap something in at the last moment. So I mean, so, well, the the, here's the thing, though: Sonic Sonic Team is famous for this crap. I mean, yes. they they always shove in missions where they don't belong. They always make you do stuff that you don't necessarily want to do. Sonic like gener- generations had that thing where you have to go through missions, and I like a lot of the missions in that game. But if I'm playing the game, I don't want to be sidetracked by that kind of stuff. And I think well, it's just I, them I trying to elongate. Being sidetracked as long as it's something I could do optional, like later. I'll just play yeah. through the main game. You know, fine. That, then that's why everything else should just be something extra. See, this is something that Sonic Team has been doing for a while to artificially lengthen their no, games. No, they artificially This is something Sonic Team has been doing a while to artificially lengthen their games, where they, they, they put up walls, they make you do things. It's busy work. It's all busy work, and it's stupid. And I, I, I don't know why they continue to do this, especially in a game like Sonic Lost World, where I really don't think they needed to. I bet I can tell you why, and I think why? it's just because I think they're afraid that they're going to make a short game. Yeah, that's... That, that's yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah, what's that's, crazy yeah. is that they, they do make short games. They're usually only five to six hours long, and people tend to enjoy those kind of Sonic games more well, than there stretching Unleashed for ten hours and making you hunt freaking... Sun and Moon medals, which was the worst part of the game for me. Yeah, I don't know. Not but but I the wall. I actually only ran to the wall once near the end of the game. Because, I don't know, I, I, I guess, guess I guess was a little obsessed with collecting animals, and plus I did play a few levels before I got to the end of the game, so it wasn't really a big issue for me. But I don't think you get enough animals in the level to justify, in the levels, to justify, like, you, you, it almost feels like you kind of have to go back to the surface levels just because... Oh, you know, no, I, I did it surface levels once, and that was, well, okay, uh, three times because I was curious about what they were, but I, I, never, got, I never got any animals there because I sucked at them, and I really, I pretty much went to the beehive level for lives and for animals. 
And so, very fast. so there was a point in which you kind of just grinded then? Uh, no, there was one. The You're the, the, is your the, grind level. It is the level that has the most one-ups for... You can get like four one-ups at once and then dive and get four more one-ups to die, four more yeah. one-ups to die. Nice. I see, I I never, never... Every time you hit one of those bees, you get it, you and, free an animal. And, and it's uh, fair, I've done this in every Sonic, Sonic game, game, where I, I go, go back to an easy level. level. I've done Mario games, games where I go, go back to an easy level. level. There's lots, lots of toys, rings, lives, and, and I just grind the crap out of it. And I can't do that. Like, that That would be terrible to me. Like, I... I, I, I didn't grind, grind this one. I got game over, like a billion oh, times. Oh, I got game over many times too. Um, but, but going, going back, back to my pacing, do you pacing, go yeah. back for the red uh, rings usually or no? This game, I, I started to, but it just it didn't feel like they were as entertainingly placed as they were in colors. Like it was not as much fun to hunt them down. Um, yes, in terms of, of it, uh, they weren't necessarily out in the open, but you mean in colors in this game? In this game. I don't know if they were necessarily out in the open. They were still hidden. But, but uh, part of it is because I wasn't having as much fun on the gameplay. But, like, like the pacing within the gameplay, I just, like, like Sonic doesn't feel like he moves smoothly. I don't know if you ran into this, but if you ever have to shift the direction that you're moving... It's, it's, I, don't I don't know, know if it's necessarily that, that he slows, slows down. down. Does, Does he slow down, down when he does it? I swear, I it feels like, like he slows down, down whenever you turn. I, I think his speed is pretty uniform when he turns. I never noticed any issue like that. I know like, well, I mean, yeah, I didn't have any problems with it. Like, during the ice level, I would let go of the run and, and turn around the other way, and I actually had better control that way using the run. <laughs> like, but, yeah, I do agree that a run needs to be a little faster. Uh, as far as the circus <sighs> time goes... I would have much rather had like a bonus level like um, in the hidden worlds there is a trench run you could do with the tornado with uh, Sonic and Tails. I did not like that level at all. I liked it. I thought that would have been a good uh, bonus level. If you graze a wall, your plane explodes. I mean, I realize that's what would actually happen, but damn it. I don't. It's a video game. You have it bounce off or something. You had, it sounds like you had a, a bigger problem with that level than I did. I, I actually stopped playing the game was with that level. I thought, oh, cool, bonus stages. Oh, hell, what the hell is this? I mean, it's it's nothing like, oh, you, I, we're talking about negatives. So you didn't even For get me, the giant, giant fuzzy Pac-Man chasing you? What? The giant Pac-Man chasing? Uh, yeah. Did you ever oh, get no, I, didn't get, I never got to that. I, I only got to the biplane level. Really? That's not that hard a level, I thought. It's a hard level, damn it. Quiet. Be quiet. Stupid. <laughs> Shut up. I'll end with this, though. I, I will end with this. Like, I've, again, I can't recommend this game over any other major Wii U platformer that's out right now. Like, this well, is. Rayman. This is if you played Mario, get Mario over it, get Rayman over it, yeah, and you, you're probably going to get Donkey Kong over it whenever that game comes out. But it's, it's right now it's like second tier, third tier in terms of how good it is. But at the same time, like if I have to end with anything positive about it, I like the final boss. I thought the final boss was really fun. Yeah, the final boss was cool. It, 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 it was a little deja vu, though. I mean, that basically no, the same no, no, it, it, in colors. 
It, it definitely, definitely is. is. And you know what? Yeah, awesome some ball. people complain about some people complain about this, that they kinda want this out of it. You know what? I'm fine if I don't be supersonic in this game. Because supersonic doesn't need to belong in every game. We don't need the formula. Yeah, I agree with that. That's what I like about Sonic Colors too, that I didn't have to be Super Sonic. Sonic Colors had an awesome final boss. Yeah, yeah the Sonic Colors final boss probably remains. It's, it's, it's weird though. With, my the, with the Colors team, they, they do the crazy bosses, and then the final boss ends up being just right. Oh, uh, I I take that back. I do have one more thing. Okay. Uh, I don't I don't like any of the Colors powers in this game. Like I don't like any of them. I think I I absolutely hate the pause. In between getting them and initiating them and going back oh, to it, you press R, then you press A, then you start doing the color thing, and then it freezes up at the end, and then you press A again. Pacing, <laughs> just bad pacing. Yeah, really. Hmm. But I, mean, I you know what? That didn't bother me. What, what did bother me were the uh, some of the motion based Half the time you would completely pass them up and not even realize they were there. They float was one of my favorites. Design, like Sonic Colors, they were. Float was one of my favorites in Colors. In this one, it's like, eh. Huh. Yeah. Aren't they pretty much the same things, just it's only used in 3D this time? No, no, no. Not entirely. I mean, drill in 3D I love... is horrible, too. It's fine in 2D, but man, your drill in 3D just does not work. Yeah, but it's, it's... It felt like an afterthought. It, it felt like... Hey, let's just use this in order to find some way to cram in the use of the gamepad. And the wisps are not yeah. explained in the story either. Why they're there? They're Who cares? So much on the trapped animals. I'm not. I'm not letting this pass. Who legitimately cares that these aren't explained in the story? Jason does. All I want is a little byline. Just a little. Just one sentence, and that's it. <laughs> I would prefer to make up my own reason, like perhaps after Eggman destroyed their planet by turning them into giant theme parks, okay. they, were, they were forced to find a new home on, on, on Sonic's world. Or, or how about how about this? Since, since I'm sure one of the complaints that we're going to get, that you guys are going to get into, we might as well delve into this now, the story. The story is nothing. The story is nothing in this game. And unfortunately, like, there is a lot of nothing. Like, for there to be this much story, you'd, you'd hope there was something, but there just isn't. It, it's like it couldn't decide whether it wanted to be silly and wacky or serious and dark. And it's just it was weird when it got dark. It was, it was no, it was never weird. serious and dark. Let, let's be honest. It like it tried to be serious and dark. No, it did really? not. It did not try to be serious. At one point, Sonic was the under the assumption that Amy and Knuckles were dead, and that Tails was a robot, and that Eggman was dead. Yeah, but that's kind of reading into it. It never really played into that. Like it never really focused on that. It's just. They were I don't like what they did with Tails so the mate, when they made him a, just this egotistical... Oh, I, I, I enjoy Tails. I don't like Tails. so boring, but it's what it's a douchebag. Yeah, he's a douchebag. No, I don't like that. Sonic was a douchebag in this one. He really was. Yeah. He's a douchebag. 
Yeah, yeah, but he still, still was. was. I mean, the, the thing, thing is, is, I, I like douchebag Sonic. Sonic. Like, like, that, that, is, is, that, that is, is the oh, deal in Sonic. Sonic. I, I, I will say I like the way they portrayed Sonic in, in this one, and I like the Eggman in it as well. But the, the main thing I want to focus on was the bots. I mean, not the bots. Oh, the, the bosses. The deadly stuff. The deadly seven. Or seven. The deadly six. Yeah. Oh, okay. can, I, can I complain, complain about, about those now? now? I want to complain about, about those they, now. They, I, I... If you look on the recent um, behind-the-scenes stuff on their uh, what, how they designed characters and stuff, they basically said that these were... They designed them after ogres, and each ogre had a personality type, and that's how they designed them. And that's not how you uh-huh. make good characters, is just give them a no, no, it's not personality. Not. But, and, and, and I think it would be fine if they just tried to make That would be fine if they were just, if they were just like, enemies. But they, they, they did try to make, make them characters. Yeah, they, they weren't, weren't characters. characters. They, they, they were walking stereotypes. That, that, that was all there was. There was there's, there's just, there's just so much cutscene for, for no story. And then you yeah. were talking constantly if, what, through a level when they were getting near the boss. And it's not like in Colors where he's saying all this hilarious stuff. These jokes just say and enemies just taunting you. The worst, the worst. I'll admit I like Zor. I thought Zor's stuff was funny because the, the worst, worst, you don't part, see that character Richard too often. The worst, the worst part, part of it is, is that, that at least with, with the Eggman PA ones, it was randomized. Here, if you die, hear it again. If you die, owl level. Freaking owl level. I heard that phrase. 50 times, I exaggerated, but it, 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 it made, made me want, want to strangle that, that boss all the more. Boss, boss, boss. insult to heavyweight people like me. I mean, I don't just sit around eating all day long and just obsess over food. Yeah, that, yeah, that, 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 Okay. Can I, can please, I, please, 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 Stereotypes. Stereotypes. I hate but I like Zazzy's voice. Zazzy's voice is easily defeatable. I mean, he's the first boss, and he, and he tried to talk. He's, 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 he's actually trying to least the least generic, generic out of all two. What is Zazzy's kind of kind of accent? Is he like supposed to be slightly aggressive New Orleans or something? I don't know. It's the, it's, the, it's, the, it's the voice I've heard, heard before, before. Like, like I don't, I don't know, know, like it's, it's an angry, angry 
talk, you can actually kind of make a, a character around them in your own well, imagination. Where here, you know how they 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 are. There's, there's no point in having this many cutscenes in this game. Like, like yeah, it, it's really like is. they they just it, have this yeah, cutscene budget. Like, do whatever. Now, I will say, as far as negatives go, my big gripe has always been and will continue to be how boring the how, how boring the boss characters were. But I did enjoy, in this game, Robotnik. I enjoyed Cubot and Orbot. And I enjoyed Tails being a douchebag. I like those aspects of it. Uh, so I, I probably like the story more than you guys did. But I, I, I everything don't like except the plot. Dark. I like, I like yes, Orbot. I, I like uh, how he's... He was raising his hands as far as saying the big man said. When the story got dark, it just felt so out of place. I wouldn't even call it dark. This is is wild cartoon dark. Even then. Dark for what what was, in the beginning, a a kind of a happy, boppy Sonic game. It's like if all of a sudden Bowser, in the middle of Mario 3D World, activated this weapon that will suck the life out of the princesses that they were rescuing, and everybody was dying. You know, that, to me, that's how out of place that plot point was. Anyway, uh, anyway. let's get on to uh, the 3DS version real quick, because that's a lot of shit to talk about that one. Yeah, <laughs> Have you played the 3DS version of DX? No, it's it's still like, I'm, 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 I'm burnt enough, enough on the Wii U version. It's like, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't even see, see a good point. point plus, plus, I mean, I mean... Okay, did you play the I, demo, I, at least, of it? I have, I have not, not even played play the demo. It's, it's, I, I don't, I, money's, money's an issue. issue. And, and I'm just, I don't, I don't feel, feel like it's going to be that valuable, valuable experience, experience in comparison, oh. especially with oh. how bad it is. I personally enjoy quite a bit. I they did a very job at least trying to to do make a better game. Dimps tends to make good games as far as mechanics go, controls, in terms of execution. Technicalities, execution on mechanics in that, but actual level design is where they tend to fuck up the most. The past game had to be cut out. This game should be in the game. Because there were some levels that I really enjoyed. Some levels I thought were okay. And there were like about, I don't know, like a bunch of levels that really need to cut out. Like the fruit pushing one. Stupid. This doesn't use mechanics at all. It, it, there's no reason for it to be in here. It's just a great big time waster. The snow, the, the snow Act three, Act three, where you have that damn female snowman chasing you, <laughs> constantly killing Honestly, giant boulder. That one was the worst. One of the worst Sonic levels I've ever played in my life. Yes, I hated it so much. You know how you, know how you like something. GX is in the bathroom. He's not here right now. Well, well, GX can really like something because it's really, really, really bad. For me, that, that was that was kind of snowball act for me. There was just something about that. Even though I knew that this was a bad level, I was still having fun with it. And part of it was being chased by a demon snow, but uh, a demon snowman or girl was it? Yeah, snowwoman. I hate the level design of having to uh, like uh, unlock a bunch of the critters to open this gate to get to the next area to do this to open another gate. I mean, if you're pl- doing a platformer, I want to go from point A to point B and have, like, obstacles in my way to, to you know, offer challenge in that. But I don't have to go from point A to point B to point C to point D to point E to point F. 
And then I have to unlock all these stupid gates in the meantime, and that just drove me nuts. I didn't even like that one level that they had at the E3 demo from the Dusty Rooms. Uh, the two I, I didn't mind the Dusty Rooms level that much when I actually got to play it in the, in, in the actual game. At E3, I didn't really care for it, but the actual game, I didn't think it was so bad. It's weird. It's like the level quality started out really good with the Windy, Windy Hill because they were it, basically imitating the Wii U version for the most part. Yeah, the cylindrical level. Then it went down. It started out okay on Dusty Ruins. Then it went down a little bit, and then went really down in Frozen Factory. And then it started to pick back up a little bit. The first, uh, like the first, forest, you know, the forest the, Larry and stuff. It's like a structure where the, the the first level was a really good 3D level. The second level was a good 2D level, and then the third level was this terrible, terrible. Um, and it's, what uh, drives me nuts is there's a lot of stuff yeah, yeah, that they executed way better than the Wii U did. Yeah, like, like the parkour, I like how I can jump. The parkour works great. The parkour works great on this compared to Wii U. Your character sticks to the wall up there. I mean, at the very least, like, like it's easier to, to execute the parkour. You know, yeah, there's a tutorial level that helps. And there's a tutorial level. Which, I mean, actually... The tutorials in this game did kind of explain me, because I'd keep accidentally walking across the question mark, and then it would repeat the message to me again, and it would pause the game, and it was annoying. There are better ways to do it than what either Lost World is. And he's right there. I mean, you don't want tutorials to be intrusive, but you don't want them to be completely absent. Like, it was it was stupid to have it go on the touchscreen in the Wii U version. If it just completely stops pace, even if you've already done it, it's stupid to do it this way here. Well, that's why I didn't mind it being mostly on one level, one they had one tutorial level, basically, in that game. But, but, but if I may make, make a proposal in regards to tutorials, so the, reason why, the reason why people hate Omachow is because it was annoying. And so instead of having Omachow, how about we like have a floating radio thing that you run into, and as you, walk, and as you run past, Tails gives you instructions. They've done it. Um, I Okay, exactly okay. what happened in Sonic Colors, Alex. Let, 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 me, let me throw, throw that even, okay? let, let me throw that further. That's what they did in Shadow the Hedgehog. Okay, um, that doesn't count. Shadow the Hedgehog is a bad game. It was like everything about that was a bad game. They tutorialized all right. controversial opinion. I hated Shadow more than I hated Sonic 06. Oh, it's not that controversial. They're both really bad games. I'm just, I'm just saying. Hey, they Shadow, came Shadow up with a solution. More, at least, at least with Sonic 06, it's so bad he can poke fun at it from time to time. Are you sure that's? I really, I don't remember that there being a Tails-centric tutorial in Sonic Colors. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, he stops you and he says, "Oh, Sonic," and then you, you get a little text, it's, it's, and then you keep going. No, I don't think, it's even, do they even stop you? Like, I thought they just, like, that. that's the thing, the tutorials in the past ones were always just vocalized. They just told you what to do. They didn't stop you to read text. Yeah, that's what the, that, that's what the 3DS Lost World does, in case you were in the bathroom when we were talking about I, I was in the restroom, so. Yeah, so basically what I was saying is that there's a lot of functionalities that D- Dimps has done really well with this game, better than Wii U. Like, parkour is better on 3DS than it is on Wii U. Uh, controls tend to be better on on the 3DS than it is on the Wii U. Tutorials ah. better. 
Um, sure, it actually has sure. better implements <laughs> of the. It has better implements of the wisps this time around. You, you, they, they, uh, you could play through the game and then unlock them in later levels to find red rings and stuff like it was in colors. And remember, everything else, everything else kind of stinks. The level design is what's really, really killing it. I really want to say everything stinks. There were, there were some really good levels. They can get mechanics well executed, but they just fail on level design overall, especially when they try to have to do original stuff. Because when they originally, the first uh, first world, when they were copying Windy Valley, they did a great job. It was it was a fun world. But then when they started getting to, to more original levels, it started to stink. Now, now, this, this is, I guess, where, guess we where we disagree. Because because I really, I really enjoyed, enjoyed the proper, proper 3D, 3D stages. stages. Like the, like the first, 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 first level, enjoyed, Windy Valley, and the first level, level of Desert, 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 desert Ruins. ruins. I, mean, I, mean, I mean, I really... Sorry, sorry, go on. I'd say about, I enjoyed about half the proper 3D stages, and then the 2D stages, I felt they zoomed in too much on Sonic. It was like in Sonic Force. Ah, Sonic I, enjoyed, I enjoyed the stages. I didn't have any issues. How about, how about we put this in this context? What, what, how do you how feel, feel the gulf, the gulf is between, between this, this game and the Wii, and the Wii version, version versus, versus Generations and high high depth version? Uh, smaller, smaller, definitely smaller. Because whereas, whereas generations, generations, I think, think the level level by and large, and large pretty consistently good. Good. And the 3DS, 3DS version, version, like there are a there couple, couple good levels in, 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 the beginning, in the beginning, and then and the middle, middle, middle there's just three, three awful, awful dream dreamcasts dream that, that were horrible, horrible, and boring, and boring, and clearly, clearly poorly, poorly designed. Yeah, down really bad in the middle, and it picks up a little bit better in the end. And I will say the bosses are are better as far as fighting the bosses. They're not now, so easy. Now, now personally, personally, I enjoyed, I, I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the, the, the Lost World 3DS, 3DS a lot more than more the Lost World Generations, generations colors. colors. I, I, I really, really love, love some many uh, many uh, like like many of the many 3D stages. stages. I mean, there, there were there were the 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 I did tend to like this one better than gener- generations or colors. I thought yeah, colors yeah. was a major disappointment on the. Uh, colors, 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 colors was off. Color, 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 colors just terrible. Generations just blah pretty much through the whole thing. Generations, I got into a bit more. I like I like I think I I enjoyed, I
But I'm, no, but no, I'm, I'm not talking, talking about Cyber Rush, 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 Rush Adventure. Adventure. They, they, they didn't market those games. Those games. Oh, no, no, they, they, they didn't. But, but at the same, at the same time, time, it was a different era. Like, like, there, there were different, different expectations. And my guess, my guess is, that is that Rush did, Rush did well. well. And, and that, that Adventure, Adventure probably, probably did not, not do as well, well would be my guess. Although this is not based on any data whatsoever. This is just my hunch. Yeah, yeah. Well, magazines now, are still around back then. I think they still now, got now cheap, me, like, support ads in magazines and such. Now, for me, now, for me personally, personally, I would consider 3DS, Lost World 3DS, a good, good flawed, flawed Sonic game. Flawed, flawed good, 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 they just, they just they need, need to, to cut, cut out, out about, about half, half the game, the game to, be, to be a lot, a lot for, 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 for doing a lot, a lot better. better. And it's a real chill game. They did not leave anything, anything on the cutting room floor. It's like, like we're, we're desperate, desperate for, for ways, ways to make levels, levels really, 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 really quick because we, we can't make enough stages in time. Here, here. I didn't mention the bonus stages yet. Actually, screw the bonus stages. How about Sky Road Act 3? Oh, wait, no, wait, no. 3DS, 3DS version. Right, right. We didn't mention I think that was, yeah, think that was quick, I wrote. Yeah, I want to talk real quick about the bonus levels in 3DS, because that's another thing where they went back to the additional, you get, earn enough rings to get a, to a bonus level, but this yeah. one was completely gyro-controlled. Yeah. Oh, God. And you have to play this in an open area where you're either on a swivel chair <laughs> or you can turn 360 <laughs> degrees everywhere. Why don't they just make the stages use built on blowing, blowing into the microphone? microphone. I, I didn't even bother with the bonus levels because I couldn't play him in public, which is where I usually play my 3DSs on my break at work. And <laughs> uh, this one, you had to, you're, you're literally Sonic flying through space, collecting up, uh, I think, orbs, kind of like, uh, kind of like in Sonic 3, but in full 3D space, and you have to press like R to make them fly or something, and you had to control them completely with the gyro control all over. You just aiming and pointing in its most ridiculous 3D uh, bonus level I think I've ever played in a Sonic game. I hated it. <laughs> I, 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 I had, had fun, fun with it, but, but I only played, played it once because, as, as you said, said you literally can't, can't play, play it anywhere. anywhere. <laughs> yeah, what about kids first playing this game in a car and they're in their seat belts and they can't, you know, control Sonic because he can't go anywhere. It, it mean, is if they, they ridiculously suited. version to, to go to regular stick controls for the Wisps, then they have to do it for 3DS. That would fix a lot of yeah, problems. Yeah, I, I think pack is more difficult. difficult. Yeah, it's, it's like, like you have to release the, the patch on the eShop to be downloaded. downloaded. Plus, I think, I think the people who care the Wii, about, about, who care enough to own the Wii U, care more about making sure the game is right. I don't think there's going to be as many people that actually care about yeah. fixing yeah, the it, it, it sounds, sounds like, like we're kind of starting to wrap this. I'm actually surprised we even got a patch on the Wii U version. 
Generations. Generations. Okay, we're all going to have to wrap this up a little bit. I'm going to go ahead and uh, put in our interview with Aaron Weber, and we'll be right back with our final thoughts. the uh, Aaron Weber interview with this portion but I just wanted to let, warn you guys so once again we're still having audio problems because the Super 1010 Skype recording program is a piece of shit <laughs> especially if you get three people or more so you'll hear most of the audio but every once in a while there's some audio popping in and out on the first half and on the second half it stays pretty much steady but there's some echoing so I apologize for that in advance if anybody wants to um, transcribe the interview that would be just awesome all right, and we'll be starting it up right now. Thank you very much. Uh, sorry for this. Uh, have patience with us on this. Thank you very much. And now, here we go. Hi, guys. Um, welcome, welcome to the interview portion of our podcast. Uh, we're here today with Aaron Weber and Kelly Carter. We'll be asking them some questions about uh, Sonic Lost World and some other things. How are you doing today? Hello? Yeah, doing well. Thanks for having us. Uh, and and uh, Kelly, how are you doing? I'm great, thank you. Awesome. So, um, b- before we get going to Sonic Lost World, I'd like to uh, talk about Sonic Boom 2013. Uh, ha- ha- uh, this year, you, you decided to hold it uh, someplace uh, someplace aside from the West Coast, uh, St. Louis. Um, <laughs> how it. did that event go this year? Oh, it went great. And I think one of the about an event like Sonic Boom is that um, it's something that's it's really kind of rare for the fans, right? This is, what, the third year that we've done it. And so I think having it at a location that wasn't on the West Coast was really nice for all those people that maybe don't live, you know, in California like many of us do, or they live in, for example, or they live out there in the Midwest or the East Coast. So it's much closer for them to attend. And so it's kind of really nice to be able to open up a big event like that for more people. And in terms of how the event went, I mean, it's always fun to have 
Um, Crush 40 playing live on the stage. If you haven't seen them live and you're a big Sonic fan, I highly recommend it. It's a pretty cool experience, right? right. And then, in addition to that, oh, we yeah. have some really cool merch. You know, we always have some really cool merch that we give out. This year we had those um, exclusive Chow bobbleheads that were all individually numbered, and so um, a lot of work went into those bobbleheads, and, and hopefully um, the fans really enjoyed them. We saw a lot of people smiling at, at the end when they got them, so that uh, that made it for me, so... <laughs> now, uh, from what I hear, you might be uh, planning to bring this. Uh, somebody was rumoring you're planning to bring this further east. Uh, is New York a possibility? That might encourage me to take a trip out there. <laughs> well, as always, take any rumor you hear with a grain of salt. Um, we don't have any announcements right now, so as always, stay tuned. All right now, since now, I'm now, a, um, I don't let me go ahead and uh, uh, answer this if that's okay, Alex. Yeah, okay, okay. So now since I'm in Southern California, I couldn't make the long trip to Sonic Boom this year. However, many of us uh, SoCal Sonic fans didn't make our own little events this year uh, and now have organized a Sonic Revolution event for next year. And I believe they're setting up some kind of Sonic convention in Utah. I think that actually already happened. Um, what do you think about Sonic fans from different states organizing their own meetups and conventions? Aha, that's a good question. Um, so personally... I think that's great. I think that's fantastic. And I'm happy to say, additionally, that, that we as Sega feel that that's great as well. When you guys can organize and start creating events like this and, and running it yourself, I think it says a lot of, of Sonic fans in terms of actually putting that together, but you know, just to, to the organizational and, and the elements of sort of bringing people and Sonic fans together that, that you guys can do, we think it's a great thing. So... You know, a lot of people maybe can't go to Sonic Boom every year. You know, maybe they can't get out to St. Louis if it was this year. Maybe they couldn't get out to California last year. But if fans in their own local area can organize something, that's a great thing because that's an option for them. That's a place where they can go and meet other Sonic fans and people who share their, their similar um, interests and likes and, and know the weird jokes about the Tails doll and all that stuff, right? It's cool when you meet up with, with fans who share that history and that passion that you share. So... Um, yeah, the short answer is um, Sega thinks it's great, and we encourage it. Now, um, the, the, uh, the the reviews are in uh, for uh, Sonic Lost World. The mm -hmm. Sonic fans have always had kind of a hate-hate relationship with, with reviews, at least ever since uh, the, uh, <laughs> the early 2000s. But um, the, the, the reviews for this have been pretty polarizing, ranging, ranging from Nintendo World Reports 9 to... Uh, Games, games, box five, and I think that there's even a four out there. Uh, uh, why do you? Uh, what, what do you think about this? <laughs> well, uh, why, why, I think you think this like. Okay. So, what, why? Why is this? Why? Why are people? Why are the reviews? You know, so varied. I think it all comes down to personal opinion, um, and I think that's you're gonna you're gonna find that with a lot of different different games, in particular with Sonic. Though you're gonna notice that a lot because. All of us have different sort of nostalgic memories of Sonic. And when you think back to, like, what, what does Sonic mean to you, right? All of our experiences are very different. And I think for some people, that, that can mean that they go into a game expecting something perhaps very different from what they might get. And for other people, it's just the opposite effect. They're expecting something very similar to what they get, and they love it more almost because of that. And so I think with Sonic Lost World in, in particular, I mean, everyone's going to have different opinions, as mentioned. Um, yeah. But it's, it's a case where there, there's no right or wrong, right? There's, there's not a black and white um, sort of this is a, a good opinion, this is a bad opinion. 
Okay. Right. Um, well, there, there, the are thing was... that, there are opinions that there are opinions that uh, have very little thought put in them, both good and bad, for the record. But, but um, both yes. positive and negative, and there, I would say. But uh, <laughs> yeah, and there there was at least one review I saw that had like a factual error in it, and that that's a little yeah. frustrating when you you read a review and you're like, that's completely incorrect. That's not actually true. But um, beyond that, you know, I think it's it's just a case of what what does somebody expect when they they pick up a Sonic game and they pop it into Wii U and they're like, okay, it's a Sonic game. It's going to be like that's really all it comes down to. And, and as mentioned, there really is no no right or wrong. It, it is what it is. Yeah, even even on the Sega Bix, even among the Sega Bix staff, the the game's been pretty divisive. I mean, Jason Barry, Jason Barry, and uh, Barry the Nomad <laughs> all love all. Uh, we've got uh, Ben, who really seems to dislike it, and we've also got uh, uh, Chris or GX GX Echidna from the Spin Dash, who all, who um, isn't a fan, fan of the controls. And uh, there, there are issues there are issues I never really thought about, like uh, the the picks not being marked and stuff. But for I me, think, uh... I, I I really liked how difficult the game was and how hardcore the platforming could be. And when you got hardcore platforming, there's going to be lots of bombless picks. So that's just normal. Uh, this is definitely looking kind of like a Sonic Heroes situation, where some people love it, some people hate it. I was mm-hmm. gonna say a lot of the negative reviews were the- complaining about like the newer controls. They're they're quite a bit more complex. Uh, we've gone from Sonic using. I love. One, I enjoy the controls. <laughs> one button on the Genesis pad for jumping or spin dashing to several buttons for a multitude of commands. Has do you feel that? Uh, have the, has the way Sonic controls gotten a little too complex for its own good? You know, I don't really think it's gotten too complex when it, when it comes down to it. Perhaps the parkour can be seen as a complex um, element of the game, but when you when you boil it down, Sonic Lost World is uh, is is run around. You know, you can control the speed and then jump, and those are kind of like just the key elements: is, is move and jump. And I don't think that's too complex. Um, and then, of course, you add the homing attack, and you add the option to jump instead of it. But personally, as a sign, I really appreciated that and, and adjusted it so that now, you know, one button is always double jump and one button is always homing attack. So you have full control over that. And you could argue, perhaps, that, yes, it makes it more complex. But I think there's also something to be said about giving the player more control and more freedom over Sonic, especially as, as previously that was one of the chief concerns. Right, and one of the one of the complaints that people would say is, you know, I don't have enough control. And then you give them a lot of control. And now, now perhaps some people are saying, oh, it's too much. I, I simplify it again. So I don't think you're going to find you're not going to find a good uh, a good perfect stay where everyone's going to be happy. But and again, that all that all comes back to perception and what people are are expecting out of it, right? But I personally appreciated having more control over it um, as opposed to to having less. I do I do think, I think having I a run say, button. Uh, was an important, uh, you know, new p- part put in. I mean, uh, I think it was Lost uh, Factory Act One. They're slipping around, and if I was running too fast, let go of that run button to and pull back, I'd be able to have a lot more control than I was before. I will say the way the controls are done here is a much more is a intelligent than just giving the homing homing attack its own button like in Sonic Unleashed. Man, did that throw me off. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, I, it's a good sort of evolution of, of the 3D Sonic formula for sure. Um, and in terms of how, how you can control Sonic, it's really 
really the most solid um, to date on that front. Now, uh, in a more positive review, uh, Jim Sterling, who feels this is the direction that the franchise franchise should take, while uh, many Sonic fans would rather go back to the boost Sonic of unleashing generations. Uh, which direction do you think I should take of either? Which direction do I should take? That guy has a question, and you know it. Um, <laughs> Kelly approved it. Fine. So the, the answer here is that there is no correct answer to, to this question, right? There are yeah. elements of both styles of games and, and that I think are very good. I really like some sections in that adrenaline rush, like boosting, but you've never exactly where you're going, and it all that. And then I also conversely the stuff in in Sonic Lost World. Like I enjoy the levels where you have to slow down and kind of taking time to look. Complex platform. To me, Sonic is all of it, right? So even the old Genesis platforming, a mix of that. So yeah. is there a one direction for Sonic going to be perfect? I don't think anyone could predict that it's kind of about finding and making a game that's fun. That's what's always going to happen. Yeah, so it's, you know, so that's 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 my personal feeling. Having a good time. If you are playing it and you're you have a big smile on your face, you're like, this is a good experience. Then it doesn't. Sonic is is boosting it per hour, or if he's jumping over twenty five bottomless pits. As long as you're having fun, that's the most important part. Uh, what do you feel is the most important element? Sonic Lost World is all about, um, in, in many ways, I think it's about control. And to me, in 3D has always been like sort of this this mix of Sonic is always going really fast. But kind of, you're not entirely sure if you should hold the log stick all the way to the left or just a little bit, if that's going to be like too much to send him off you know, to his death. And, and then you, you just have to work with many times you die and many times. For Lost World in particular, finally, that that is kind of finally gone, and it does take a bit of, yeah, of learning. Unless, think, unless you just hold down the run button. <laughs> say, in, unless you do it just like the old games, you just hold down the run button. But you know, it's kind of about having that that freedom of choice now, and and deciding, okay, run? Am I going to spin dash? Am I just going to walk at this section? And I think that that is kind of what Sonic Lost World is all about: is giving control back to the player in a scenario in 3D when Games that was kind of the one thing that I think players had wanted more of. Right. So, uh, Knuckles and Amy make an appearance in this game, sort of, and will be one of the uh, main. And will be one of and, and will be the. Uh, I need. I need, need to reread this. <clears throat> okay. Knuckles and Knuckles and Amy make an appearance in this. Sorry, Knuckles you, and Amy make an appearance wrong <laughs> on that part. Yeah. To say in okay. this game. I know, I know. Uh, and so, uh, Knuckles and Amy both appear in this game. 
They'll also be appearing alongside Sonic and Tails in uh, the upcoming Sonic Boom cartoon. Um, will, will these four characters uh, be the primary focus of the franchise from here on out, or will we still be seeing characters like Shadow, Silver, and Blaze? Okay, good question. Um, so, what I can say is that, you know, we know there are a lot of fans out there for characters like Tails, like Knuckles, like as are the, the people that are always on the forum saying, please make Tails playable again, or please make Knuckles playable. Or, or please even, make Knuckles playable even. again? <laughs> I right? See, and, and, and believe me when I say that I get a lot of private messages from people on the Sega forums, in particular about uh, Silver and Blaze. And in fact, to, to the extent that you guys can stop private messaging me, if you're listening to this, I really <laughs> like a hundred messages a week is more than enough. Believe me, you know. And so we we hear that there are a lot of people out there that have a lot of characters that obviously, you know, they want to see more love for. And and part of the one of the great things about the Sonic universe, and also one of the the sort of curses, is that there's so many awesome characters that are so many so many fan favorites, right? And and some people are all about the core group. They're like, I only like the characters that run in the Genesis, and then you got some people that are all about sort of the, the later generations that are like, I love then Silver. The I love, love Big <laughs> Did you say Big the Cat? Yeah. Well, so Big the Cat's a personal favorite of mine, right? Obviously. <laughs> um, so, you know, there's, there's a, a great mix of Sonic fans. That's one of the, the parts that makes this fan base so rich. Uh, and, and on one hand, you're never going to make them all happy. Um, what, what I can say is that, you know, if you, if you want to see... Um, more tails. If you like knuckles, you know you should absolutely make yourselves heard. Um, but as to specifically the question, I can't really really comment on that in any great detail. Um, what about Mighty? Will we will we will we will we be seeing Mighty anytime soon? Will he be a star <laughs> in the upcoming cartoon? <laughs> oh, poor Mighty! I haven't heard much about Mighty these days. I think um, I think he's been missing for a little bit, as as some of you guys know. But uh, haven't heard anything. Sorry. Oh, well. Are the Deadly Six um, based off anything in particular, like Japanese Oni demons or the Sedley, De- Seven Deadly Sins, that sort of thing? That's a good question. I wondered myself. Um, my understanding, early, early on, I don't, I don't know that they were, but I could be wrong on this. I might, I might not have been told something. So my, my answer for now is not to my knowledge, but that it's possible. And. Um... Will the Deadly Six be making a return? You guys really like these loaded questions, huh? No. <laughs> you can just say no. I will mind. I hate these. I hate, I hate those characters. <laughs> you, don't, you don't like them? Why don't you like them? Oh, they're, they're, they're walking stereotypes. You, you know, there's the emo, there's the sassy bitch, there's uh, the old man. It's just, you know... <laughs> Eggman, I think. Uh... <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I I really appreciated Zor for all of his his emo stereotypes. Okay, <laughs> I I did think Zor was funny out of all of them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, if I if we can just okay, we'll, we'll go with one. You guys like Zor? Okay, we'll good with that. Uh, no no <laughs> news one, so. to answer the question. No news on the, on the Deadly Six. Obviously, we we just released Lost World, so. I kind of got the impression that they died at the at the end of the game, but uh, I don't know. I didn't get that impression at all. I thought they just ran well, away. They, they, they poofed away once you beat them that second time. And uh, and when you killed the emo guy, he said, death is, what, what was it, death is my 
dang, dang it, death is my only comfort or something. Sounds oh, pretty like he's... He really likes that's that. Sure. He's always he's always like that. That's I mean, come just... on, uh, ba- you know, I mean, we got Bowser who falls in lava and turns into a skeleton in every Mario game. And yeah, but that's Mario. You know, it's like, like Robotnik's never gonna die, even if he falls in the lava. Hey, he did fall in the lava, and he didn't die. So he he fell from the. I should probably say, yeah, spoilers. Spoilers everywhere, guys. Back it up. Oh, oh my we god. Can, we can do spoiler. We can do spoilers on this one. This is a like a post. Uh, okay. Okay. Post Sonic. We're good on that. <laughs> All right. We're gonna be okay with it. We're, we're going to let people know in advance. That we're going to have spoilers because the whole podcast is going to be talking about the game. Sounds Tails good. turned into a robot. <laughs> you, you guys talked about the part where Tails dies, right? In the hidden cutscene. Yes. <laughs> Sonic has to blow him up because he's a robot. No, no, no. The scene where... Oh, never mind. You guys haven't seen it yet. Never... Let's, uh, let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> Speaking of Tails, uh, exactly how does one make a TV out of paper clips anyway? <laughs> it was paper very clips and gum. Yes. Yes. The, the answer to this is very carefully. <laughs> um, Sonic getting an extra life by collecting 100 rings has been a staple since, since uh, Sonic 1. Uh, why was exchanged with this game? That's a very good question. Um, so I, I couldn't give you all of the exact reasons as um, I'm not part of the, the straight development team, so I wasn't involved in, in that decision. But what I can tell you is that you know it was sort of um, adjusted in favor of focusing a bit more this time on picking up the extra lives just by themselves, the one-ups. Uh, we got a bit of an echo. Are you guys hearing it? Yeah, I'm, I'm hearing it too. Ah, crap. Yeah, I'm you hearing your it headphones too. On? Yeah, my headphones are on. I got my nice headphones on. Okay, um, <laughs> let's, try, let's keep trying. All right, let's try this again. Okay, testing for echo. Yeah, testing for echo. I'm not hearing. Well, okay, I'm hearing a little bit. Jason, are you hearing anything? Uh, yeah, I'm still hearing the echo on uh, Aaron's end. Just it's only, it's only seems to be when Aaron talks. Oh, okay. I guess I don't need to try try a new mic then. No, you're good. Okay. Um, I guess we'll just we'll just go for it and hopefully it fixes itself at some point. Okay. Cool. Um. So so why why don't you get an extra life for collecting 100 rings anymore? You know, it's again, it's it's not something that I can can comment on in great detail as um, I. Wasn't there when that decision was made, but the definite focus this time was all about putting the extra lives in the level and on the world map. And I think that it's a really interesting piece of feedback because you guys aren't the first people to ask that question. I know a number of reviews have also posed that question and said, you know, it's kind of a, a staple, right? You know, having these 100 rings become an extra life. And go ahead. Yeah. Well, I, I personally don't, don't mind. It lends a little more difficulty to the game and. Uh, it's still easy to life farm in certain levels, like uh, that beehive level, if you really want to life farm. Yeah, no. So, uh, uh, I don't really see it as important. Well, it's it's true. I do also understand, you know, there's there's a, a, a certain angle that, that people take, and I don't, I don't think it's uh, an incorrect one, which is to say that if you expect certain elements of uh, the previous games to exist, you know, 
why why is it different now? Why you know do a hundred rings not give you an extra life in this game? And I think there's there's a, a certainly a, a fair argument to be made from from that point too. So you know if that's we're gonna kind of come back to this. If that's something that that you guys as as fans as well think is a really important element of the Sonic games, if you think it's a, a good thing to have, then then please do let us know. You know, and there's there's places like the Sonic forums where you can go post those thoughts. Um, and so yeah, that's that's kind of yeah, what, what I'll say on that. Okay. When you're PMing Jason, uh, when you're P- PMing Aaron, asking for him to bring back Knuckles as a playable character, you could also PM 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 him about his thoughts on uh, this. You know, on uh, I'm, live. I'm actually gonna forward, I'm gonna forward all requests over to Kelly Parker. I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna send everything. No. To Kelly. <laughs> um, so yeah. On addition to that, I mean. Uh, Adding to that, I mean, it does kind of seem to devalue the rings. I mean, you can collect 10 rings or 1,000 rings, but there's not much difference. I mean, as soon as you get hit, a lot of those lose. Or or like in the, um, like what I call the Circus Atari uh, uh, little bonus levels, you collect rings on there too, but it doesn't seem to, you know, add anything uh, there. So, yeah, so so why get more rings, right? Right. So I think... This may even be more important on, on the more 2D platformer types, like the side-scroller types of Sonic games, but even in 3D, it, it can be important. So um, I think one of the key things that it helps you with is getting hit by an enemy. So let's say you have one ring, and the boss hits you, and the ring pops out and, and goes to the right behind the boss. And at this point, you can't go through the boss. You can't go get that ring again, and you're kind of in, in a dangerous situation. So having more rings, both in 2D in particular and 3D, is helpful in just in the sense that you can... You have a much greater chance to pick something back up to avoid dying if you get hit again by an enemy. Um, and, and I think that can pretty much apply to, to most Sonic games where rings are present and are a collectible element. Um, so in Lost World, even though you're not necessarily banking rings uh, as you would a la Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, etc., um, it, it is a case where having more rings will at least help protect you more and make it more likely that you can grab one every time you get hit. Mm. Right, there are some... Uh wild and imaginative levels this time around, uh, especially with that whole bonus, like, Eighth, eighth World. I mean, uh, that, uh-huh. <laughs> I kind of lo- dig that. It's like a... Do you guys like you it? it? That's like bonus features out of a DVD where you, <laughs> where they got all these extra, le- you know, levels that really they couldn't fit into the story, and mm-hmm. and it, they just tried them out to see how it works. Um, did Sonic Team get more creative freedom this time around? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if I would call it creative freedom, but we... I mean, you can definitely tell that they had a, a fun time creating a lot of the levels in, in Sonic Lost World. And you'll know, as, as, you, as you look through the environments that are in Sonic Lost World, you can compare a lot of the environments to previous Sonic games, because there's very few environments, you know, say a desert ruin zone or a snowy ice zone, right? We've, we've done these things before, but it's all about how do you do them differently this time. Like, typically, Sonic doesn't roll around as a giant snowball, whether you love it or hate it. Um, but <laughs> I actually love that. I know a lot of people. I, I did enjoy that critical, level. Critical of that level, but I actually enjoyed that level quite a bit. Good, good, good to hear. It's uh, like, a level it's that like I really like Sky Road Act Three. <laughs> I guess that's all I'll say. <laughs> oh, Sky Road! Yes, great, great music in Sky Road, though. Um, what I what I will say is that when you look back to previous Sonic games, I think at the time those were pretty unique and creative too. Like. Say it's 1993, and someone is explaining to you about their new video game where this blue hedgehog goes snowboarding and then explores this <laughs> cave filled with ice and then beats up this dude with a mustache. 
And so that's, you know, that at the time it was like, oh, that's, that's pretty different and interesting. So I think it's, it's all about the, the perspective and the timing, you know, compared to what else is out there on, on the market. And so in this case, these levels are, are pretty awesome, pretty unique. Um, but Sonic Team has always had this really nice history of creating very unique levels in previous games. And, uh, and uh, speaking of uh, Sonic history, Sonic games mm-hmm. have for a long time had Sonic games. Sonic games have for a long time have had. Uh, oh man, I, set, I completely screwed up the grammar there. For a long time, it's Sonic a- games have had uh, very have had fairly intrusive uh, tutorial. T- t- tutorial messages, you know, like on the chow and Cal and uh, the, 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 all, all the question marks and. Mm-hmm. But uh, with uh, with uh, Sonic Lost World on the Wii U, Sonic Team des- decided to minimize tutorials to the point where you had to click a little thing on the gamepad in order to, for, to in order in order to in order for them to come up. Um, many, as a result, many moves were either hard to learn or, or, or were completely unknown to the player until much later in the game, because many didn't bother with the question marks and just bypassed the lesson, bypassed the lessons and kept playing. Even the even the 3DS version had uh, question marks on the level so that you'd uh, so that you'd be able to understand the moves. Now, as a personal experience, I, I actually had to explain to a GX Echidna. How the difference differences between the the homing attack and the kick, and uh, and I did I did he, actually like, he didn't, didn't understand any of that. I I I I didn't know how to explain it to them because I guess it felt so natural to me. But he 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 just wasn't really getting it. To be honest, and so I didn't even know about seems... the focused homing attack until the very end of the game when I was fighting. <laughs> uh, what's his name? Z- oh, okay. Zavok. Yeah. Zavok. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I realize now that they're, you know, you could just stand there and a homing attack will triple in its target. <laughs> so, why did you, why did uh, the the development team decide to go into that, go in that direction for tutorials? Mm-hmm. So, and and why in particular on on Wii U, you know, versus 3DS? Yeah, right? Wii U. A 3DS yeah. did yep. have a, like a tutorial level on theirs, I believe. Yeah. So one of the one of the key things that that they wanted to do this time around was to make a tutorial system that didn't get in your face, a tutorial system that wasn't constantly doing a "Hey, listen, hey, listen," you know, or the "Hi, I'm Omo Chow," and then like he flies around you for approximately two minutes and you try to like get him hit by an enemy so he goes away, you know. So we we wanted to to make a game where that wasn't the case, where you would have the option of of using the tutorial if you wanted to, but it would never stop the game. It would never interrupt your flow and your progress. And that was one of the reasons for, for putting it on the gamepad and, and you just kind of tapping the gamepad and then it, it pops up right there. Um, it's interesting, though, to note that, that some people, you know, felt that it was almost perhaps too hard to see or that it was too hidden or wish, wish it had popped up right in their face because it's, it's one of those cases where I think if, if we had put, like, 50 million flying omochows in every level to teach you everything, <laughs> everyone would be like, oh my, this is just too much. It's just, I can't handle this. No more tutorials. Just let us know. And conversely, if you don't do tutorials, then they're like, well, this is too hard. I don't know what I'm doing. And in, in, in some cases, it may be people that, that didn't understand that there was a tutorial there. But in, in other cases, I think people just skip the tutorial. And then later, they're like, well, this is really hard. And you're like, well, did you, did you bother reading the tutorial? And they're like, oh, well, no, I, I'm too good for that. You know, you're like, oh, okay, you know, uh, all right then. 
So I, I understand certainly the, the points that people are making, but at the same time, it's sort of, it's another case of um, no matter what you do, some people I think are going to have, have issue with it and we'll complain a little bit about it. And um, I was wondering if I could, if I could expand on this question a bit and ask about the, uh, the lack of um, those signs that tell you where a boundless pit is. Um, you, you can, yeah, go ahead. That'd be kind of hard on okay. the clouds because then you'd have a little sign on every single. So, <laughs> little yeah. Sign so, um, why, uh, why, uh, another, another complaint that I know, uh, Chiexi Kidna had was, uh, he, he didn't like that there was nothing indicating where a bombless pit was. Unlike in previous games, we had those big orange signs. Uh, why were those um, removed for the, removed for this game? So they they exist to a certain extent on on 3ds um, on the Wii U. Uh, it's it's an interesting question because so think back to generations, right? And remember that in generations we had those signs everywhere. Every time you'd, you'd hit a bottomless yeah. pit, there'd be a sign pretty much telling you, "Hey, watch out, bottomless pit here." Um, but also remember that most of the times you would see those, you would be uh, in one of the sections. Even as modern Sonic, you'd be in a section that is is primarily 2D. And there are some sections in, in 3D where you'd see them, but a lot of times you'd see it in 2D. And that's because it, the, the camera angle lends itself to that sign better if it's in 2D, right? And you can kind of see it because you can't see it in front of you. And so when you're in 3D, I think it's, it's a case where you can, you can definitely see a lot further. Your depth perception in terms of camera angle is much better. Um, and, and Lost World, at least in the later levels, I think, would just have, it would just be like signs everywhere um, on some of those yeah. really, really hard levels, right? Because at the very, very end, there's those moments where you have to get that platforming right. And, and there, there are a number of bottomless pits, and there would be quite a few signs. But um, as to specifically why it was taken out, um, I can't really comment, but I just wanted to note that I think previously a lot of times you notice it is when it's a 2D camera angle, especially as that, that sign lends itself to that. All right. Okay, just a few more questions at the end here. Um, how do you yeah. upgrade the value of Wisped Away items? So for the Wisped Away items, I believe you have to share those with other people, and that upgrades uh, the value. Any tips on uh, getting material for Tails faster in the 3DS version of the game? Uh, yeah, g- game coins, if you haven't. Use them already. All right. And yep. uh, can you give us some moves or tips for the uh, Wii U version as far as far as how Sonic controls and whatnot that we might not be aware of? Definitely. There. So there's one that came up on the forums, and someone was like, "This is cheating. This is like you can't do this. This is the worst thing ever." And I, I was like, "Ah, actually, this is intended." So there's something that <laughs> we've kind of nicknamed the the infinite spin dash. Um, and that's I not the. I almost was able to do that. I I had a, I had a feeling uh, there was something yeah. like that in there. Yeah, and no, that's not the official name, mind you. That's just something that we've kind of just dubbed it here. I'll, I'll find out what the official name for this is. But so this is where you spin dash, right? And when you're spin dashing, you jump, and then in the middle of your jump, you hold down the spin dash tr- triggers again. And when you land, you'll keep spin dashing. And so you can use this to speed run very effectively. Because you're going at pretty much spin dash speed through the entire level if you do it right. Um, but there are two things you have to do very, very well. One is you have to be able to jump over the obstacles that would get in your way. So even in the first level, you're going to have those spikes, right, on the rotating trees that you got to watch out for. Um, and you got some other obstacles to watch out for as well in terms of just stuff that will 
would obstruct you. So you have to remember you can't parkour while you're doing this because Spin Dash will not let you parkour. But if you can manage those two things, you can speedrun very, very effectively through most levels, and I highly recommend using it in the, uh, the two-player mode. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's a little tip that I've got. That, that is, in fact, intended. Uh, it's sort of like it's, it's the hard mode, if you would, with certain levels because you're going very quickly, but always remember that when you're going fast, you can't exactly see where you're going. So you kind of need to memorize the level and the hazards that are coming up ahead of you. But that's, that's one tip I would give you. I think it's pretty fun. If you haven't tried it yet, I highly recommend it. Yeah, that's awesome. That's something I discovered on my own, but I couldn't quite perfect it. Yeah, that's and that's, that's, that's very cool. all you got to do. All you got to do is so spin dash, jump whenever you need to jump. You just pretty much hold down the spin dash. Anytime you need to jump, you just you jump and then you push down the triggers again before you land, and you'll keep on spin dashing as soon as you hit the ground. And you can just repeat it all the way through the level. So yeah, all right. Thank you very much. Um, what's about like awesome. to give some uh, listeners is. Uh, I find that uh, while the the 3DS version doesn't have as good a levels to design, some of the uh, controls or uh, technical controls seem quite a bit better, but it's also a good way to practice for the Wii U version. I found myself uh, doing better with the parkour on the Wii U version after playing the 3DS version for quite a while because the parkouring seems a, bl- a lot tighter or a fair amount tighter on the 3DS. It actually, that, that's, my game. that's something that's surprising about the 3DS game. The parkour is different. A little bit. I, it, it did help me find a, like a red ring on the cavern level in the Lost World. The, f- the funniest thing that I discovered accidentally is, uh, I guess, in the cavern of the uh, Windy Hill area, I kept jumping over all the little spike uh, spike devices. I kept thinking they were, yeah, little bristles. I think they're going to damage me <laughs> right near the and end. They and avoid them. They all give you things. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I felt so silly after that. <laughs> It's all right. It's the adventure, right? So it's good. Right. <laughs> well, uh, Aaron, um, Aaron Kelly, thanks for th- thank you for take, taking the time to sit uh, sit down with us and uh, sit through my rambling, <laughs> my rambling questions. Um, well, no problem. Thank uh, you. It, it, as it was, always, uh, for having it was great talking to you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you much, thank guys. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Yeah, take happy, care. You have a great day and a happy Thanksgiving. All right, you too. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hey, guys. Uh, once again, thanks to Aaron Weber and Kelly Parker for that interview. That was just absolutely wonderful. Unfortunately, we did have an outro for this episode, and the Skype thing just got worse and worse. It was just more and more echoes. Just really, just completely unusable, and I apologize for that. And so we have decided we're not using Skype to record our podcast anymore. No, no longer using Super 1010. Just going to use the uh, audio file here, and uh, we're just going to be using just regular audio recording systems because that's the only thing that seems to work worth a damn. I'll also be getting a new microphone because this one is way too quiet. I don't know what it is that makes it so quiet, but there you have it. Anyway, um... It was great having everybody here. Uh, if you listened to the entire podcast, I think uh, the discussion on Sonic Lost World went very, very well. Um, it's too bad some of the audio kind of screwed up on that. Anyway, uh, thanks a lot for joining us for this little special, and we'll see you next time with episode 25. We're going to try to make a real special one. All right.
have a great evening. Or a great Christmas, I should say. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And he wishes all of you a Merry Christmas. The kids write an extremely Merry Christmas every year of your life. Thank you.